Also, everybody, welcome back to another episode, and I do mean another one of It Is What It Is podcast. If you are watching this, and you are, you know it's Mondays at 7 p.m. where it goes down on YouTube at CVMK. Just in case you don't know, Cody Vernon Marshall Kelly, all you got to do is put it in on the YouTube banner, the YouTube search bar at CVMK. Subscribe, hit the notification bell. I want you to get all the latest and greatest content. So uh, connect with me on Instagram, uh, CBMK underscore global, CBMK33, and it is what it is underscore show. The best workout supplements I brought with me, Superpower, Transform Vegan Protein, Chocolate and Vanilla, only at www.cbmkglobal.store. We have a great one today. We have the amazing attorney, Jessica Yarbrough, and she has opened up a school. And we're going to talk about it because I want to know why. I want to know what is the purpose of all this. And I want to really dig into the truth because I think this is an amazing thing that she's done. Amazing that it needs to be highlighted. And amazing that I think people need to connect with. Uh, so that's why we're here. <laughs> but with that being said, I want to turn it over. Jessica, you have been an inspiration to me, to us, right? We've seen you. We've seen what you've done. Yeah. And, you know, you're a, you're a leader. You're a driver. Uh, you're a go-getter, a go-getter, you're an influencer in the space. Uh, but for those who might not be as familiar with you, just give a little background on who you are and what you've kind of done up to this point. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Cody. I appreciate this opportunity. So a little bit about me. I am from Arkansas, which is where I am now. And, um, you know, grew up in the church. My parents are pastors. Everybody in my family are pastors. <laughs> so, um, in my life, you know, I ended up accepting my calling early in the ministry and then ultimately went to law school. Uh, I've been practicing law about 15 years now. And um, with that, have continued to, you know, make strides and grateful for the opportunity that I had in Chicago, which is where I met you guys. And, um, you know, moved back to Arkansas, have continued with my legal career that, uh, that I have now and also with ministry. So kind of dual roles going on. And so back in 2013, I launched Passion for Purpose Ministries, which is an outreach ministry. Our, our mission is to infiltrate various cultures, communities, professions with the love of God and to compel and encourage men and women to fulfill their purpose in the earth. Um, and so that's uh, that's what I've been doing. Very busy. Um, but, you know, busy doesn't always equate to pro productivity. So I pray that I have been efficient and effective in that business, um, not only for the kingdom, but also in the marketplace. I like it. I like the, the whole thing. Passion for Purpose Ministries. Uh, there's a lot to unpack there because I, I really want to drill in before we get into uh, the, the manifestation, the, the development of the school. But really, you know, kind of how you get to this point. I mean, you're one of the rare breeds that is professionally sound that you could say, I don't necessarily, and hear what I say. I don't mean like, I don't need the church. That's not what I'm saying. Everybody <laughs> needs church. Right. I don't need the possibility of financial support mm -hmm. from this ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. I want to get into it, but just a quick word from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. 
Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. Awesome, www.cvmkglobal.store. So I lightly touched upon it, right? Um, you know, growing up in church, I think when there is a calling, uh, there is a drive and an unction from the Holy Spirit, there is this tendency to only be invested in this ecosystem where they Therefore, all goes to the, um, uh, the the church, quote unquote, right? Yes. And and it's easy, and I'm not saying it's wrong. It's, it's just mm -hmm. a model. That's what right. I'm trying to do. It's just a, a model of doing things. Uh, very few have achieved the type of educational attainment that you have that you could say, hey, look, you know, I, I could be a Supreme Court justice. You know, mm -hmm. like being starting up a, a ministry isn't necessarily on my to-do list. One of my souls of Christ, but I can do that from the bench. Like, I don't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't need yes. to do that um, from here. So I really want to get into that. Why? Like, how? why Why take on, other than the calling, and I think that's the easy way, other than the calling, why take on the burden and the weight of saying, I'm going to launch Passion for Purpose Ministries? Wow. You know what? I, I, I grappled with it initially. It was, um, it's not something that I just wanted to do necessarily, but it was something I had to do. I mean, you know, it, it just wouldn't go away. So, you know, I, I talked to my spiritual leaders and, um, you know, they were on board with that. God had showed them the same thing. So it was almost one of those things in which I wasn't going to have rest until I did it. So, um, you know, I was obedient. And this is the thing is that we think about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not within four walls. True. Um, it's our job to expand the kingdom. And when he said uh, to spread the gospel um, in the world, go eat into all the world and preach the gospel. When you look at that in, a, in, in this context, of course, you have the mountains of influence, which is in large part, you know, what the school will be dealing with, as well as, you know, what Passion for Purpose deals with is whenever, whenever you have a city, a region that operates based on specific worlds, you have medicine, education, uh, the arts and entertainment, um, business, government. Um, all of these things are worlds that must be occupied by the kingdom of God. Um, that's the way that that the sons and daughters of God will be manifested in the earth. And, you know, we have we have to be able to speak the language. Um, you know, I can't go in court and say, you know, uh, Matthew 633. I right. mean, it makes sense. But, yeah, the judge is not going to, you know. Exactly. You know, so, you know, having having the ability to speak more than one language is key in this hour. Um, we have to be able to get the ear of individuals, whether that's in education, in legislation, in medicine. So, you know, I, I feel like that's why God has allowed me to, you know, to be exposed, you know, like I said, in the marketplace or in government, in the judicial system, as well as um, in the kingdom. So it's to do this, well, first of all, I think there's two parts. So the first part is, how do you trust someone with your dreams? You, you mentioned this, you said, you know, I went to my spiritual leaders and they affirmed what I already had uh, embedded. They saw mm -hmm. what I saw, right? So how mm -hmm. do you have that confidence that, you know, 
this person is completely on board or this team is on board and they can actually see what I'm seeing. I don't have to sit there and explain it to them. Like, hey, look, you know, what I really want to do is, you know, be a comedian, but I couldn't do the comedian jokes. I couldn't cuss. And, you know, like, you know, so how do you get how do you get that trust? You know what? That trust came because before I had connected with them, God had already, you know, God had already given me that unction to connect with them to begin with. And by me connecting, it essentially began to unlock some things within me by being connected to them. Um, the word that I was getting and the the word of prophecy, the words of knowledge that were coming forth. And so when God began to speak to me, that was just confirmation. They already knew. They were just like, oh, yeah, I mean, we already knew that. We're just waiting on you. Um, I mean, I was scared out of my mind. You know, I didn't know what they were going to think or say, but I knew that God was speaking and um, I believed in the God in them. Therefore, um, you know, I, I felt like God was going to confirm, you know, through them and that would have their blessing. I like it. I like it. So mm-hmm. you you start this um, first ministry. Uh, obviously, you had to recognize that there's a void. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you not that you couldn't start something up if there was an overlap, but mm-hmm. the intelligentsia that you possess, mm-hmm. I don't think you would have lost it if you did not do some type of market-based research. And yes. As much as I know that you are a spirit-led and spiritual mm-hmm. individual, I know you use logic and ration as well. Right. You know, there has to be some type of market analysis. Right. Uh, with that being said, What's missing, right? You talk about uh, having the ability to be um, multifaceted, speaking the language of the marketplace. Where Where is church going wrong? Is there an absence of interconnectivity? Absolutely. That is a very good question, very spot on question. And the reason I say that is because, you know, you and I both, we've been in church all our lives. Yep. And problem is, it's not that we don't know how to pray. It's not that we don't know how to speak in other tongues, or we don't. it's not that we don't know how to have church. The issue is learning the practical steps and tools to apply the Word of God to our lives. You know, we, we hear it all the time. You know, we, go to, we can go to church and say, you know, God has a plan for you. Yep. God has a, he has a calling for you. He has a work for you to do. Okay, what does that look like? How do I take what you've said and apply it and take practical steps to fulfilling my purpose? That means that, you know, I probably got to go somewhere and, and fill out an application and go to a school, and get get educated in the area to which I'm called. Um, that may mean, um, you know, starting a community organization. You know, we're talking about, you know, people, oh, you not, you need to learn to trust God f- to supply your needs. Okay, well, if I'm teaching people to trust God, well, then that also means that I should put together a coalition to teach people how to budget in this community, teach them how to save, teach them not only to have faith, but also to apply practical steps in achieving their financial goals. So I just think, you know, there's a lot of practicality that we miss in the body of Christ because of the emotionalism. And I'm not saying it's anything wrong with that at all. Sure. sure. But, you know, there, there's there's some teaching and some mechanisms that are that are very much needed for people. And, you know, 
when you look at the community, um, people that have no idea what church is about, they have no idea, um, you know, what the kingdom of God is about. All they know is, you know, I want to own my own business. They, sure. It's just something down within them, an innate desire to own their own business. Well, um, I need to meet them where they are and give them the tools necessary to walk out that path. And in doing so, I introduce them to Christ to fulfill their purpose. So, so yeah, I mean, not to belabor the, the, the question, but, you know, it's just making sure that we have practical approaches to understanding who we are as people, understanding ourselves and our personalities and how those things affect the decisions that we make and how we move about life. And, and furthermore, you know, equipping ourselves with the tools necessary to do what we're put on earth to do. So we're if we're not, if you've mentioned this practicality piece that is mm-hmm. uh, obviously me- missing, and then you mentioned uh, the appeal to emotionalism, maybe confusing emotionalism with hyper spirituality. Not that spirituality mm-hmm. isn't emotional, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that spirituality is the foundation is rooted in emotion. Right now, yeah. Um, is there ha- have we produced? Uh, what I would call unproductive, lazy faith, mm. uh, or what I would call toxic. I don't want to use that word. I would say uh, uh, a toxic church culture, not because the gospel, the gospel is perfect. It's perfect when it's actually, it's perfect in being intact and, and being applied, mm-hmm. but the church aspect from it isn't necessarily in alignment with what is written and who it is written you know, about. Um, So because we don't have the practicality, because we don't want to be honest and we say, we'll trust God, but we don't give or we don't create individuals that can actually be productive. We rely on what I would call genie principles. Mm -hmm. right? Right. And so, you know, Jesus is kind of presented like, you know, Robin Williams or Will Smith in Aladdin and instead of rubbing a lamp, you know, we praise because that's really the equivalent, you know, <laughs> to 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 the faith. Because we can't say, well, maybe, you know, if I would have focused my efforts on here, I could have mm-hmm. been productive. And now we can actually do this capital raising correctly. So how do we go about correcting that? So you, you started this and I, I want to start on the embarking of, you know, the how we evolve from passion for purpose mm-hmm. uh, to the school of purpose, right? Like you, okay, you launched the ministry, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ministry's launched. And then now the school. So how does this relationship work? How do we get to the school? Yeah. So, you know, and that's just like what we were just talking about, um, you know, with the ministry, I've had Bible studies, I've had conferences, workshops, you know, um, empowerment nights, preaching to the people of God, laying hands, prophesying, whatever. Um, But then God began to speak. And I heard it clearly, an audible voice said the school of purpose. And he began to show me what that is supposed to look like. And so that's basically the conversation that we're having now. That's basically how we got there is um, taking the time to teach and engage individuals, not saying that the power of God won't be present. I believe he will be, 
but taking the time to teach and engage people to become more aware of themselves. Um, some of the things we'll be doing is taking personality tests so people can understand more about themselves. Um, figure out why you do what you do. You know, you know, you're an introvert. Well, why are, are you an introvert? Did something happen that caused you to be that way? How does that trait affect the purpose that God may have on your life? You may be an individual that say, well, I don't like being in front of people. I don't like talking in front of people. What if your purpose is such that it requires you to be in front of people? So we're going to deal with those types of things. Um, also dealing with spiritual gifts. You know, what is it that, what are the, some of the gifts that God has placed within you? Have you not um, taken the time to seek him? And what also areas, what areas are you most effective in serving in? Um, you find a lot of times people have no idea what their talents, gifts, and skills and abilities are is because they're not doing anything. Are you serving within your community? Are you volunteering? What are you doing to enhance the lives of other people. And many times when people are busy serving other people, that's when they begin to discover what their gifts and talents and areas uh, of strength are, as well as areas of weakness. Um, and so once we begin to compile all those things, sure. um, that would that would lead a person, that, would, that should compel a person to say, okay, these are the areas in which I am best suited. These are the areas in which I have the strengths. I'm going to work on my weaknesses. And now I'm going to take the steps to be more effective in the areas to which I'm called so that I can ultimately seize my mountain of influence, whatever that mountain may be, whether it's in the church, whether it's in medicine, whether it's in education, uh, in business, in government, you know, arts and entertainment, you know, so that's how you build up individuals to fulfill their purpose in the earth and, and essentially taking the steps to do that. I like it. I want to, I want to drill down this kind of individualized uh, plan, this I, what I'm going to call an individualized spiritual uh, plan and unpack yeah. that mm -hmm. uh, because I, I think there's a lot there. Uh, one of the, that concerns one of the things that's really brought an awareness to me and something that you mentioned is understanding the role in which you're called to be the role that you fit and i think that's where it kind of caves in not for you but for the masses is that mm -hmm. there's a limitation on how and what service looks like uh so i think i want to start there and mm -hmm. then you know we'll drill more to it uh but i gotta give a shout out i want to mention my sponsors and then we'll get back into it I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower pre-workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the Superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. All right, www.cv. I said that right. <laughs> CVMKglobal.store. I had to make sure I put the three W's. I don't even think people put that anymore. It's just the name, then dot, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm dating myself. I remember in the days of AOL, you had to get the exact name right, or it's going to be an yeah. error at the other end, or it'd take you 20 minutes to load a page. Exactly. So, 
uh, cvmkglobal.store. So, you you know, we, we, we talked about, you know, the, the school of purpose. We talked about the reasons for it, why this thing kind of came about, why you invested in your time and energy in manifesting this uh, school. Uh, but the, the key emphasis that you hit upon was placing people in the right path, all right? Working with them on an individualized basis, trying to understand uh, where they actually fit. And this is why I think servitude, and this is where you got to, is as where I think it kind of just, we don't do a good job at this as a whole, not individually. But I think what happens is in the kingdom, what is considered valuable from a faith-based standpoint, mm -hmm. particularly in our rankings, is anything to deal with the mic, mm -hmm. right? So yes. singing, preaching, playing, right? Yes. Like those are the only two areas mm -hmm. in which you can serve. So mm -hmm. depending on the organization, there's only so many offices in which you can serve and obviously you want to serve but like if god has called you to be uh a scientist or something like that right or, or a yes you know or a neuroscientist or, mm -hmm. but there's no title for neurology in your organization you will be looked upon maybe as a subject matter professional maybe some instances you might be looked at as taboo and, <laughs> uh, and just because you're dealing with matters of the brain they will question your faith you know and, right my god right so you know that could be problematic uh but um you get kind of typecasted mm -hmm. so if you're not you know an elder or whatever or pastor mm -hmm. you know all of a mm -hmm. sudden it's like you have no merit that mm -hmm. you know your contributions to the kingdom uh are not as efficacious mm -hmm. right and i think that's where the problem is it's because we've limited loving jesus to only three modes mm -hmm. i'm either playing an instrument i'm preaching or i'm singing mm -hmm. anything outside of the three i call it the trinity of you know church uh acknowledgement you know <laughs> i don't have substance right i don't feel valuable Mm -hmm. How do you break the mold? So you got the school of purpose. How do you, you see somebody, you see a young person, young person has this dynamic gift. They need to be in this arena and they don't fit the three. How does your school break the mold? Absolutely. And you know, and I'm so glad you brought that out because that's what we're doing. Essentially, when they come through our school, um, they will know, it's, it's, for example, the person that you talked about, you know, neuroscientist or whatever they will know that that is the mountain of influence to which they are called. The, the whole deal about the, you know, the singing and the preaching and the playing, that is culturalism. Um, that is something that has been deep rooted and embedded, particularly in black cultures, you know, black church culture. And, you know, and I don't mean to get, like go way off and left field, but some of this is just rooted in our history. When we think about our, the history of our people and slavery and and the lack of influence and authority in the marketplace and in secular in the secular world caused particularly minorities to take that authority and embellish it within the four walls of the church. So therefore, it left all those other areas essentially 
um, you know, as if they were separate and apart from the body. Um, you know, well, you're out there doing that. Well, that has nothing to do with the kingdom. Well, that's not true because God is a genius. He made us geniuses. Right. So the information, the ability, the knowledge, the talents, the skills that we have to do whatever we're here to do, whether that's doing surgery or, you know, creating some type of computer codes or even being an attorney, being whatever you're being, right. that comes from God. And so we essentially um, put God in a box by doing that to to say that, you know, if someone isn't fitting in this small box, that they're uh, not as valuable or irrelevant. So by this school, what we're doing is building up people to be confident and to be sure in those areas to which they are called. And they may not have anything to do with standing up in a church service with a microphone, you know, but you can also impact. Of course, you need to be at a local body. You need to be committed to a local assembly. Sure. But you can, but your impact and your influence is out there. Yeah. So if if you if you you garner this attention and you create this uh, empowerment model, and therefore, because it's also a a way to uh, I won't say farm, but to funnel them into a group, a church home that would actually uh, speak toward this and nurture this and mm -hmm. and shepherd this individual mm -hmm. um <laughs> do you do you find it receptive amongst other faith leaders like other faith leaders are interacting with you because you know people of faith are still human mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. as much as i would love to think that you know everybody loves jesus we'd all get along you know yeah. the disciples didn't get along so you know that's just that's just fact. <laughs> right. still right. human. yeah and they say hey look uh attorney Arbroe, we love you you know we believe that you know you're, you're doing a marvelous work for the kingdom uh but we sent one of our young ones uh over to you and we really think the call of the lord is on his life to be you know a preacher and uh you know it got done and he decided uh he wants to become a medical doctor and go to yale and uh you know we need him he plays you know organ for us on sundays and we won't have him to play organ for us on sundays and you know we can't afford that because you know we can't afford a musician even though we've been in operation for 100 years how you know i don't think you did a good job <laughs> you know I'm sure, I'm sure there's a conversation there. How do you yeah. feel with them's leaders? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is a great question. Actually, one that I have not altogether contemplated the answer to. But, you know, hey, I will tell them, I mean, look, <laughs> that's between that person and God. You know, I mean, all I'm doing is providing the tools. I'm not, I'm not here to... Um, brainwash anybody into thinking that, oh no, you know, you shouldn't preach. You shouldn't. No, that's, that's not what it is. I'm here simply to provide the tools, provide the access for people to do a search within, you know, they're going to have to also seek God while we go through the materials, you know, as we take the personality tests and the spiritual gifts tests and, the, you know, uh, the, the servitude, you know, test is determine how best one may serve. You know, all, when we do all that, you know, uh, that's up to that individual to make that call. And whatever decisions they come up with, you know, there may be some people to come through the courses and not do anything. But the goal is to spur them into action 
and and lead them to you know, lead them to the right path so that they can be uh, on the path that God wants them to be on. Up to after that, they are accountable for doing what they believe that they are put on this earth to do. Now we will have follow-ups, you know, um, at a certain point after they've completed the program to determine, you know, how are you doing? Are you, are you doing what you said? Are you following your plan? Mm -hmm. You know, things of that nature, but ultimately it's still uh, um, uh, uh, a situation in which individuals have to be accountable. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So it raises me because I think I got a couple more, but I know we're coming to a close. <laughs> you know, yeah. I understand how the world works. Mm -hmm. You understand how the world works. Mm -hmm. We understand how the world works. Nothing is done for free. Exactly. Right, right. So mm -hmm. it's a very costly investment to do mm -hmm. anything. I mean, this podcast is costly. But it's not yeah. that, you know, like, I wish I could just snap my fingers, air some garbage, you know, but unfortunately, yeah. you got to pay to play. Mm -hmm. So is this, I mean, like, how does one go about? Is there like um, a grant they can apply for or can they apply fast? So like, how does the funding of this uh, school work? Yeah, so we're funded by uh, private, we're privately funded right now. Um, so we do have scholarships available or sponsorships. And if anyone is in need of tuition assistance, they can simply send us an email at admin at pfpministries.org. And um, they can be considered for the, the scholarship or the sponsorship assistance. That's fair. That's fair. Mm -hmm. All right. I got one more question. And I'll let you off the hook. Uh, but I just want to put this little ringer in just a little sidebar. And then I'll be back with my closing thoughts. Hey, what's up? It's CVMK33. Look, I want you to subscribe, hit the notification bell, subscribe here, 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 everywhere so you can get the latest and greatest of this podcast content. Stay tuned. Right, right. So I need you guys to subscribe. This is how this thing works. This is how the real world works. You can't see this and not help me out. I don't need you to pray for me. I need you to subscribe. There's a difference. <laughs> I, I like the prayers, but that, oh. if some subscribers don't go up. I'm looking too like, well, over in glory, it'll be all right. You know, so um, I think it's an, I think it's amazing uh, what you're doing. Thanks. So I much. think to take the initiative to create something that is basically a missing um, ecosystem from the faith-based community, a mm -hmm. missing uh, developmental hub, right? Yeah. Uh, of where, believers can go and now take the practicality of everything that they're obtaining on a Sunday yes. and now discuss how is this actually applicable on the Monday through Saturday term. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yes. Faith-based lifestyle, a Christian lifestyle mm -hmm. in a way that isn't always falling out on the floor mm -hmm. and, you know, things of that nature. Like this is the kingdom. Right. Um, you know, I think, uh, that is more than admirable. It is something to be supported. So how do they, how do they get in contact with you, Jessica? How do they mm -hmm. say, look, uh, you know, Attorney Yarbrough, I've seen you at work. I've seen your posts. I've seen mm -hmm. you've been on other podcasts. I want to support. I don't know if I'll be a good fit or I want to be a sponsor. How mm -hmm. do the people get in contact with you, reach out? I mean, send any type of love offering, any type of thing that <laughs> would help drive the mission forward. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. You're right. Exactly right about that. It just gives people an opportunity to take those uh, 
concepts and theories that, you know, and truths that we get on Sunday morning and, and apply that throughout, throughout the week. So if anyone wants to get in touch with me, like I said, you can reach me by email at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at PFP Ministries. That stands for Passion for Purpose, pfpministries.org. And they can also visit the website, theschoolofpurpose.org, if they want to get some more information about it. Um, we welcome sponsors. Um, to assist our students, as well as we welcome students. If you're someone, um, you know, even if you are operating in what you believe to be your purpose and you want to take it a step further and enhance what you're already doing, you're welcome as well. And they can um, go to the website and you'll see where you can enroll via the website. Or like I said, if you want to be considered for the sponsorship or the scholarship, just contact me directly and I will assist you with that. Awesome, y'all. Reach out to Attorney Armbrose. She's doing her thing over there in Arkansas. Go to the website, email her, uh, say, hey, look, I'm interested in this. How do I get started? Allow the process to unfold. This is something that is going to bless your life richly. And if you want to keep seeing amazing content like we have on today, you know what you got to do is been scrolling on the bottom of the page. You got to subscribe. YouTube, CBMK. Um, it's literally, it's four letters. It's like a tetragamon, right? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> for those theological uh, scholars out there, it's literally four letters, you know? So, uh, CBMK, uh, Instagram, CBMK33, Instagram, CBMK underscore global, Instagram, it is what it is, underscore show, TikTok, CBMK global. I just see this is a reoccurring theme. Just put it in. I mean, you can find it. And you know where to go, guys. I want you to get there. The weather is warm. I went running outside today. I know you can see it. Uh, because I refuse, I refuse to love Jesus and have my belly over my knees. I refuse <laughs> it. I refuse it. I will be a, I will be my, at 90. I'm still going to be active. I refuse. That's right. I'm not going to the altar because I won't work out. Mm. www.cvmkglobal.store where your vegan stuff can be found. Protein stuff. Hey, guys, you got one body, you know, hey, look, if you want to. You know, mess it up. That's all you, but it's there for you. You can love Jesus and uh, work out at the same time. It is possible. Again, I want to thank my guest, Attorney Jessica Yarbrough, y'all. Connect with her. Connect with her on all the platforms. Reach out, support the school. And until next time, guys, thanks. <laughs>